and we head on over to the KRDO Newsline. We are joined by Steve Roberts as we uh, enter our second day of the new year of 2023. ABC News analyst uh, looking at the future of politics for this year ahead. We're looking at a big turnover, uh, Democrats to Republicans in the House, and they are promising a lot of investigations. That's absolutely right. Um, you know, when the Republicans have only a four or five seat margin in the House, doesn't sound like much, but um, it means that Republicans control every committee. That means Republicans get to hire a great deal more staff. That means Republicans can hold hearings, they can ask questions, they can summon witnesses, they can launch investigations, they can do all sorts of things, even with a tiny uh, majority. And um, that is the single biggest implication of the shift to Republican control in the House, given the fact that the Democrats continue to control the Senate. Um, there's zero possibility that any conservative legislation passed by the House will become law. And, of course, you still have President uh, Biden there with a veto pen. So uh, there's virtually no impact on the legislative outlook. But these investigations could... Uh, matter politically, uh, high on their list, investigations of Hunter Biden, President Biden's son. And they've made it no, Republicans made no secret of the fact that their their real target is the president to try to find some evidence that um, Biden profited, uh, President Biden profited from some of his son's more shady business dealings around the world. But that's not the only issue. Uh, expect also a great deal of attention paid to the southern border. Uh, which remains an enormously difficult problem for this administration. Um, the influx of, of uh, refugees seeking asylum and, and the fact that the administration really has not figured out a way to deal with this influx, uh, that is going to be a, another major focus uh, of a lot of the Republican investigations. And with that uh, turnover of the House, of course, it's also leading to uh, that questions of if uh, – Kevin McCarthy will have uh, enough uh, votes to actually get that speakerhood or if there's going to be more continued chaos when it comes to that. Well, you're right. I mean, um, look, uh, given the fact that McCarthy has only a four-seat uh, margin, only and, and the way the speaker uh, election goes, um, Democrats will all vote for their leader, the new leader of the Democrats, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, who's replacing um, Nancy Pelosi as the leader of the Democrats, and if uh, five Republicans defect from uh, McCarthy, he doesn't have a majority. And, and at least nine or ten have indicated they will not vote for McCarthy. Um, these are the hardcore, uh, conservative, uh, very conservative members often uh, who have uh, think that McCarthy is, uh, even though he's a pretty staunch conservative himself, is not quite orthodox enough, not quite rigorous enough. Um, and this is an old story. Go back to 2015. McCarthy hoped to be speaker. He faced a very similar result. And in the end, he did not become speaker. And uh, uh, Paul Ryan stepped in and became speaker for several terms. Um, and uh, the two speakers before, uh, you know, the speaker before uh, Paul Ryan, uh, John Boehner, who was the Republican leader some years ago, faced the same kind of revolt from these very hardline conservatives. And, and look, these members come from districts that are entirely safe, so they have no need, no incentive, no pressure at all um, to be reasonable or flexible because um, 
there in, in districts that are very uh, drawn to protect uh, Republicans. So um, uh, I think in the end, McCarthy will become speaker, but uh, uh, it's not a certainty because uh, uh, these, these conservatives have shown in the past more than once um, that they can really upset the apple cart. But at the same time, uh, gridlock when it comes to making progress on some of the issues that uh, matter to Americans, how does that uh, play out then? I mean, can you game that? Because who's going to be blamed for that? Well, you're right in, in, in saying that one of the key political variables is who gets blamed for gridlock. You know that Joe Biden is already talking about the importance of bipartisanship. This is something that Joe Biden has done many times, at least intermittently in in his previous uh, political life. And, you know, there were a couple of very small signs uh, during the last two years uh, on certain issues of bipartisan cooperation. For instance, the bill to fund infrastructure around the country uh, attracted a fair number of Republican votes. But that's the easy one. I mean, because Republicans drive over bad roads, Republicans want Internet in remote areas, Republicans don't like uh, bridges that might collapse. So there's that's kind of a unique issue in that it, uh, it can attract a nonpartisan, bipartisan support. But even the what was called the Respect for Marriage Act, which uh, codified the right of same-sex couples to um, uh, to marry, uh, which passed right at the end of the last Congress, that attracted a fair number of Republican votes. Um, so it's not impossible. But given the fact that um, the 2024 election is looming uh, pretty quickly on the horizon, um, I expect to be very, very little bipartisan cooperation, except on the basic housekeeping needs of the of the country. You have to fund the government. Um, there's going to be a major fight looming over what's called the debt ceiling. Um, the, the government can only borrow a certain amount of money. Uh, it's set by law. And uh, sometime during the summer, the country is set to hit that ceiling. Republicans have threatened to hold that issue hostage and, 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 and try to exact concessions from the administration. So, um, But I, I don't expect a lot of uh, bipartisan cooperation. Uh, I do expect a lot of blame calling, however, and I think that that is going to dominate a lot of the politics. But expect Joe Biden given the fact that the Democrats no longer control the House. I expect them to talk a good bipartisan game, but I don't think it's going to get anywhere, practically. Okay. All right. Well, ABC News uh, political analyst Steve Roberts, thank you again for joining us on this second day of the new year as we look ahead to what the future of politics uh, will be looking like. And uh, as we know, uh, you'll be bringing us that detailed uh, analysis uh, through the months ahead. So we appreciate it.